This is AgriPulse Daybreak West for Wednesday, August 11th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's headlines. Sites politics escalate. Newsom's proud of ag's competitiveness. GOP forces tax policy vote onto the House for the infrastructure measure. And lawmakers push shipping reform. Well, ahead of a report on Sites Reservoir, the politics heat up. The Sites Reservoir Project Authority is expected to soon release a draft environmental impact report for a newer, scaled-down version of the project. This comes as state and federal governments could soon deliver crucial funding for the proposal to advance. Advocates on both sides of the debate have been getting their messages out this week in media publications. Water shouldn't be a partisan issue, argues the editorial board for the Chico Enterprise Record, which covers the region where sites would be constructed. But it has to start with more water being stored and managed wisely during the bountiful years. Robert Ching of the Cochitella Valley Water District and Charlie Wilson of the Southern California Water Coalition believe the state would be faring better in this drought if the reservoir had been up and running in 2000. 2017. Atmospheric rivers from previous wet winters would have contributed an extra million acre feet of storage, they argue. That's more than double the capacity of Folsom Lake. Doug OBG of the Natural Resources Defense Council, however, fears the reservoir would decimate fish populations despite the increased environmental benefits in the latest version of the proposal. He adds that construction costs would translate to water prices too steep for most users to afford, which would not guarantee water for a drought. Newsom lashes out at columnists over industry competitiveness. Governor Newsom recently spoke with several columnists from the McClatchy News Group, spanning a variety of topics over the course of an hour. I've been taking a lot from you folks for a lot of months, said Newsom. It's nice to be able to express myself, too. He pushed back when asked about disparities between wage growth in Silicon Valley and in rural regions. It'd be damn nice if our homegrown team started focusing on what's right. The governor added that he cares deeply about ag and the valley. I'm there on a weekly basis, he said. I'm proud of the fact that our ag, our fishing, our logging industry is bigger than the next five states combined. That's California. Newsom then admitted he's not naive about our competitive liabilities and is trying to address them. You can read more about the Republican recall candidates' views on agriculture later this morning in the AgriPulse West newsletter. Valley Water District fine for diversions. The Panoche Water District is paying $7.5 million to the Bureau of Reclamation for unauthorized water diversions from 2009 to 2015, that according to a report by the Sacramento Bee. It diverted more than 53,000 acre feet of water. The district's general manager at the time was charged with embezzlement in 2018. Then Attorney General Xavier Becerra accused him and four subordinates of taking $100,000 from the district to pay for kitchen remodeling projects, slot machines, and more. Ag groups welcome the infrastructure win. The bipartisan infrastructure bill is now in the hands of the House after the Senate passed that legislation 69-30 to 30 yesterday. However... House Speaker Pelosi insists that she will not allow a vote on the measure until the Senate passes the reconciliation measure. 
Mike Steenhook, executive director of the Soy Transportation Coalition, says the bill, quote, clearly would enhance the competitiveness of U.S. agriculture. The bill includes $550 billion in new spending, including $110 billion for roads and bridges, $65 billion for broadband, $17 billion for ports and waterways, and $8.3 billion for western water needs. The pressing infrastructure issues facing our nation are too important to ignore, particularly in rural communities where modernization is desperately needed, said American Farm Bureau Federation President Zippy Duvall. Democrats and GOP tussle over stepped-up basis. Senate Republicans have forced Democrats to go on the record as protecting existing tax benefits when it comes to transferring farm assets from one generation to the next. President Biden has proposed to start taxing capital gains at death, which would effectively nullify the benefit of stepped-up basis. But during debate yesterday on the Democrat fiscal 2022 budget resolution, Senator John Thune, the South Dakota Republican, forced a vote on an amendment that called for, quote, preserving current tax rules for transferring farms and businesses, including full benefit of the step-up in basis for assets acquired from a decedent. The amendment, which is non-binding, was adopted on a 99 to nothing vote. Keep in mind, the budget resolution is the first step Democrats have to pass of a $3.5 trillion reconciliation package that they plan to fund in part with tax increases on capital gains. Democrats on the Senate Finance Committee and House Ways and Means Committee will be writing the tax provisions to be included in the reconciliation measure. Senate Ag Committee Chairwoman Debbie Stabenow, who's a member of the Finance Committee, said ahead of the Senate debate yesterday, I support family farmers, as does my caucus, and so we're not interested in any way penalizing family-owned farms. Biden's proposal would allow producers to defer the tax liability on inherited assets as long as the farms stay in operation. Now, for more on the budget resolution, you can read our AgriPulse newsletter. We also report on how many ag PACs reduced their contributions so far this year. Lawmaker aims for quick passage of shipping reform. There is so much bipartisan support for legislation to protect U.S. exporters from shipping abuses that Representative John Garamendi, a Democrat of California, says he doesn't expect any major obstacles to getting it enacted into law. One possible legislative vehicle for his Ocean Shipping Reform Act of 2021 will be reauthorization of the U.S. Coast Guard. Garamendi, who introduced the bill yesterday with Representative Dusty Johnson of South Dakota, pointed to a recent letter sent by more than a 100 Democrats and Republicans to the Federal Maritime Commission expressing concern about ships returning to China with empty containers instead of being packed with U.S. rice, pork, almonds, or wine. The bill would stop shipping companies from denying U.S. exporters the ability to get their commodities onto containers and on overseas vessels, as well as protect against excessive port fees. Here's today's He Said It. Climate change is kicking California's butt. That Craig Belk, an Imperial Valley resident who responded to a recent survey by the Public Policy Institute of California. The survey found that 25% of Californians see water supply and drought as their top environmental concern. The number of people linking drought to climate change was 80%. That's up from 64% in 2015. You can read more on the survey later this morning in the AgriPulse West newsletter. 
Well, that's AgriPulse Daybreak West for this Wednesday, August 11th. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak West, I'm Jeff Daly.